This podcast is for you if you are ready for a change, a shift, a transformation in your life about your money. Whatever your path has been, the good, the bad, and the ugly, you're ready to stop fighting yourself, to have more fun, to do more of what you want to do, and be more of who you are meant to be, to become a maven. So let's get started. My name is Melissa Paul, and I'll be your host. Welcome to Dear Money Maven. Welcome back, my darling maven. We're going to have a conversation today about a topic that is super common in our heads, pretty uncommon to hear anybody really talk about, and it's guilt and money. And I have recently been listening to people that I know and that have gone through my program and also other people that I adore and love talk about their own battles with feeling horrendously guilty about money. And not just guilty about spending, by the way. Guilty about not spending. Guilty about spending things wrong. Guilty often when we're spending things the right way. It seems sometimes that we can't win when we're trying to make this money happy with us. So what's going on with it? What's the story behind it? I often, when I find myself in a bit of a tailspin, I have this habit of wanting to step back and I refer to it as poking a stick at it. (laughs) Where whatever, I'm just wrestling with something, I'm like, what is going on? What's behind this? Because sometimes, actually, let's just be honest, most of the time. It's not the thing that's in front of us that is causing us the anxiety. There's something deeper than that. Oftentimes it's something that came up in our childhood or a long time ago that really has no bearing on what we're doing but yet still shows up and slaps us around a bit. So my experience in my own path with money and in all the teaching that I've done is that there are three things that are playing. It's what's our plan, what's our mindset, and what action are we taking? And I've talked about this before and I could talk about it every day with you because it's that important and because there's so many layers to it. But specifically when it comes to guilt, which comes from this place of like worry and frantically beating ourselves up for not doing this, that, and the other. And so I want you to think about if you're making a decision, I want you to think about a money decision as a circle. And think about all the different ways that you can spend that money. How many different circles? are competing for that dollar that you have. It can be a bunch depending on time of the month, time of the year, is it tax season, is it not? Are we leading up to when you've got annual dues for something? There's all sorts of competing voices out there for our money. And those open loops are calling for our attention. 
And when we don't have a plan in place, we don't have a mechanism to easily like sort through all of that noise. So think about it if you've got these circles that are all like barking out, like when you're walking through a circus or a fair and you've got all of the games and they're all like crying out to you, right? Like come over here and knock the bottles down and win this stuffed animal. You've got all of these different voices calling out and trying to get your attention. And it really is the same for our money, except those voices are typically just in our head. And so if we don't have a plan and we want to spend money and we go into it thinking like, okay, I just want to buy this thing. It doesn't matter how big or small that purchase is. If you don't have a plan in place that gives you permission to spend within healthy boundaries so that you know you're making a good decision, then you have to negotiate and quiet down all of the other voices. So think about all of those circles that are screaming at you to try to get attention. And you've got your one chunk of money and you were just gonna go and have dinner with your friends. And then all of a sudden those voices are all back and forth and the debate gets louder and louder. And it sounds a lot like, well, you shouldn't be spending money on this. You should be spending this money on insert other thing here. It's either gonna be paying down debt, saving it, setting it aside, sending it to bills. There's some other competing something that may have a louder voice that's demanding that you give up that joy that you were going to get out of having dinner with your friends and reallocate those resources elsewhere. So if we don't have a plan in place, every time we go to spend money, we have to go through these endless debates in our head. I should be doing this, I should be doing that, I should be doing this, I don't know, what should I do, what should I, what should I do? All of those open loops are overwhelming. And when we tie all of the emotion that we naturally do with money, because money is connected to everything in our lives, not only are we dealing with these debates, but we're dealing with the emotional wreckage that these debates cause. And the unfortunate thing that I see with adults that are dealing with this is we bear that as our own guilt. We're doing something wrong. We're broken. We should be doing better. We should be making more. We should have this figured out. We should know what we should be doing. We shouldn't be still in the same struggle. So we beat ourselves up and then so many different things happen. First of all, we don't make good decisions when we're in that state, for sure. Second of all, if we do go out and have dinner that we beat ourselves up and we don't fully get to enjoy it. So the plan needs to account for that. Again, I just rail against the plans that are out there that make it seem like fun or joy are optional. And mostly not optional, like only for the weak or the suckers. You know, if you've got yourself or you've got some debt or you're not exactly where you want to be, which I, I don't know, most people want to be someplace else. We're chasing something. We're working hard to get someplace else. So most of us are not sitting there going, no, I'm good right here. Feel good. Totally great relationship with everything around me. All my decisions are sound. So we end up going through these debates and then we end up beating ourselves up about money and then we just feel fatigued 
and ultimately that relationship that we have with money is damaged just like a relationship that we would have with anybody else if you have to debate with your partner over every single thing over time you're gonna get tired of that relationship there's a price to pay for all of the nagging and negotiating and pressure to meet in the middle or give something up or just give up altogether. There's a price that we pay and there's a huge price that we pay with our attitude and our relationship with money. So we need a plan in place that clears things up, first of all. You gotta have something that is answering questions for you and that plan needs to have your best interests at heart and that also means accounting for fun and joy and unexpected expenses and all the things that we talk about. So the plan in place can go a long way as to getting rid of that guilt that we tie to money. But mindset also is a big piece of it. And we can have old family stories trauma about money, mistakes that we haven't forgiven ourselves about, all of that garbage can still live in us. And so even when we make good decisions in our money, we can still feel guilty and beat ourselves up. And this is where I see so much trouble because now we're making the right decisions but we're not giving ourselves any credit. We're not allowing ourselves to feel the benefit of the work that we're doing. It'd be like if you were eating right and going to the gym, but somehow your super bad attitude, you're preventing yourself from losing the weight that you wanna lose. Like that doesn't make any sense, but we do it all the time. It's like we feel that in order to let ourselves off the hook for making that last perceived error, we need to whip ourselves, you know, pound of flesh. We need to somehow do something to make ourselves suffer so that we, what? Make sure that we don't do it again. We don't want to do it again if there was anything. And oftentimes there wasn't something. This is something we inherited from our parents who maybe inherited it from their parents and their parents before them. This can be this like historic bad attitude that we have. And the biggest thing that I see at the root of all of that mindset thing, and I've thought about this a lot, I've reflected on it in my own life, and I've had lots of conversations with other people on it, and I think ultimately what it comes down to, if we boil it down, is our own sense of worthiness. You know, they say in psychology that the basis for all fear is our fear of being abandoned and kicked out of the tribe, right? If you go back in our history, we all needed to stay together in order to stay safe. And so that fear that was burned into our DNA when we were, you know, rubbing sticks together, together and making fire in a cave was, if you get kicked out of the clan, you're gonna die. And so ultimately that fear has morphed and it's different because we can live independently but we're still relying on each other and we still wanna be part of something. And so there's a sense of worthiness that we need to have in order for us to accept our own good. And I see a disconnect in that often and it's heartbreaking. 
I suffer from it. You probably suffer from it. People I love suffer from it, and I feel like it's something that we need to address. I have found the way that my brain works is that I can't just tell it when it's doing something wrong. Stop doing that. My brain's like, what else are you going to do? This is what we do. We feel guilty about this, and so this is what we do. You know, it's like, go and spend money on yourself, step one. Step two, feel like absolute crap about it. Step three, start beating ourselves up about it, telling ourselves that we don't deserve it, we should be doing something different, all those horrible things that we say to ourselves in our own head. So I have found that I can't just stop myself after I notice that I'm doing that thing. I have to insert something else in there. So I'm gonna share with you what I have found to be personally helpful for me. And first of all, it's noticing it. I will be running at about 110 miles an hour as I am likely to do with most of my days. And I'll be making a decision and then if I suddenly feel that bully show up, and for me, I've had to give it that title because we all know what bullying is. And so when I give it that title that bully's showing up, I know how to address it. There's something that needs to be addressed there, right? This isn't me talking. This isn't my higher self talking. This isn't my best self talking. This isn't the system and the plan and the result of all my actions. It's this frantic, panicked, aggressive voice in my head. And so when I catch myself in that moment where I'm gonna run down that rabbit hole And I'm going to feel bad for where I'm at and that I'm not ahead and that I'm not doing better and then I'm blah, blah, blah and all of the whatever crap that is around me at the time that I can scoop into my uh, negative pile. When I notice myself, I just stop right there. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I remind myself, you're on a plan. This is accounted for. Even if things are a surprise, I know how to get myself back on track because I have a plan. I know how to drive my money forward towards my goals. I have a practice that supports that. So the first thing that I do, notice the bully, step two, whoa, I literally in my head am talking to that bully, that negative voice. And I'm not bitching back at it. I'm not trying to shame it. I'm not trying to over bully it and push it into submission because it doesn't work. I'm literally going, whoa, 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 let's step back for a minute. You know this is not true, whatever that track that I'm running through my head. And then I say these words, because you are here is proof that you are worthy. Because you are here is proof that you are worthy slow myself down and then I just take that in I am worthy there's a reason that at the end of this podcast I say those words to you every single time because you need to hear it because I need to hear it because the woman that you're passing on the street or that you're aggravated with at the office or in your life she needs to hear it too 
even the people that we think are the most arrogant are probably the ones that are suffering more with their sense of worthiness than the people that are quiet. And so this panicked, childlike, bully voice in our head is just there because it's fearful of a whole bazillion things. But at the end of the day, I really think it's the worthiness. We don't, we made mistakes and so we should suffer. And it's not true because here's the deal, it's not helpful. You not doing well with your money or you not enjoying yourself because you are working so hard does not help you make better decisions with your money. What happens if you go on that austerity plan, many of us have tried it, is you can hang in there for a while. But then you can't hang in there forever. And so then when you do it, we consider it like some sort of like relapse instead of just part of a healthy, balanced approach to money. We need a little bit for this. We need a little bit for this. We need a little bit more for this over here. Balanced, healthy diet for our money. And I think a lot of that noise in our head comes from this very, very basic need for us to tell ourselves and remind ourselves that we are worthy. You are worthy of setting money aside for your financial security and stability and your future self. You are worthy of having fun and investing in joy in your life right now. You're worthy of setting money aside for some bigger dream that you have, some burning desire. And you're worthy of paying your bills. That's at the root of the system that I teach, the way that I practice my money myself, the way that I work with all of my coaching clients, all of my students on this. It's around those things. And so we can get a plan in place for you and you can be doing all the right things and that bully is still going to show up. And so you need to first of all, spot it in the moment, derail it. It just needs your attention for a moment. Look at it as like a child that is having a tantrum. First of all, you can't ignore the child that's having the tantrum. So address it calmly, back it up, whatever term kind of reminds you. For me, I, I do it as like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, let's just stop, <laughs> back it up here. Slow down, take a deep breath. We don't need to have a panic attack. Everything is fine. And then I recite those words because I'm here is proof that I am worthy. And then you can have whatever conversation that is the flip side of that tantrum. You're calming that child down. Like, we got this, calm down, we're on a plan, remember? We are worthy of this. We can spend money on this. It doesn't mean that we don't have enough for all the rest of the things. All those other circles that are calling out and competing for that dollar, they can, it's attended to. They're on a plan. You know how you're going to do it. Take a deep breath. Notice that it's okay. And just forgive yourself for this. It's hard. This struggle is a real struggle for us. Most of us weren't taught like all these like healthy, you know, lessons and all of this. We're, we're, we're learning this as adults. And as a result of learning this as adults, we have to peel back a lot of layers of bad habits, just long-term habits that we've had good and bad recognizing scarcity when it shows up as scarcity. You know, the reason that I do this is because I was raised with that fear of not having enough. Okay, but I'm not in that situation again. 
you know, have those conversations, notice it, but we run away from it and then we flog ourselves as if that's going to help us, as if somehow we're going to be able to pay for that purchase out of our emotional peace of mind. It doesn't work that way. The longer that we stay in that mode of beating ourselves up, the deeper that groove will be on our mental record. And the topic of money is too important for us to not address it. It's too important because it affects everything else in our lives. And you deserve more, and the people around you deserve more. You deserve to have clarity in the decisions that you're making and to feel good about things. And so address your plan and make sure that your plan is accounting for all those different areas of your life. And then pay attention to when that bully shows up and starts wanting to engage in, in an argument with you. Because we all deserve, no matter where we're at on this whole journey with money, it doesn't end. We're always on this journey. And so our relationship with it and our conversations with ourselves around the topic are all very, very important. And there's not a lot of places in our lives that we can sit down and openly talk about this because society is still really enmeshed in that belief that it's rude or that it's inappropriate. And that's the reason that I do these talks. The reason that I teach what I teach and that I have these conversations is we need to talk about this. It's too important. Let's get honest. Let's dig into this. So this is a big issue and it breaks my heart when people that I adore and people that I don't even know, but I hear this, this self-flogging that we take ourselves through. I want to let you know that it is not helpful. There's not a prize at the end of it for suffering the most. You will actually do better by having a healthy conversation and having a practice in place so that when it shows up, because it will, you have the flip side of the coin. So recognize the bully, talk it off the ledge, and then do it again and again and again. And pretty soon, as soon as it shows up, the flip side will be there, right? You'll hear the bully and then you'll also hear your money mantra. reminding you that you're worthy, that you're on a plan, that everything's fine, we've got this. Calm yourself down. This is especially important if you are self-employed or if you're in some sort of transition time in your life and you're trying to get some traction and move things forward. We need to have access to our creativity. We need to solve some problems. And creativity is the first thing that goes when we're stressed out. And so we, with this habit, level our ability to come up with better solutions, better ideas. And so not only are we beating ourselves up in the moment, but we're killing that creativity so then we can't come up with something better. So then we're more likely to make the same decisions and get us back into the same place. We need to interrupt the cycle. It's really, really important. I was recently working with a business owner and she realized she was gonna be 
shorter that month than she wanted to. And she just like immediately flies into this like panic. And she was like, Melissa, I just looked up from my computer screen and I realized I had been blankly staring at it in a total shame spiral for an hour. And I'm like, yeah, okay, let's figure that out because we need to interrupt that. Because nothing helpful happened in that hour. Nothing helpful happened probably in the next several hours because she just derailed that creative thinking process, that ability to self-soothe and remind ourselves that this is not a life or death situation. We're going to figure this out. We've done it before. We've gotten ourselves to this point. We're going to get ourselves to the next point. We have better tools. We have a better system. We're worthy of success in this. So just take it easy. And when we wrapped up her session, I actually handed her a card with that mantra. On one side, it said, because I am here is proof that I am worthy. Long form, beautiful thing to repeat to yourself, remind yourself. And then the flip side was a shortened one, just said, I am worthy. I have personally used this as I have started to take bigger risks in my business, in my life step out beyond my comfort zone and then I hit that point where I start getting panicked and nervous, I have to remind myself in those points of growth also. It doesn't have to be a money issue. I've noticed that worthiness or my worry of worthiness is at the root of a lot of my stress and struggle and worry and fear. And so that mantra becomes a general balm <laughs> for me in my life. You might have something that works better. But if you don't, please try that. Remind yourself in the moment when you feel your brain go down that rabbit hole. Understand the rabbit hole is not going to help. You're not going to get down to the bottom of the rabbit hole and find some nugget of wisdom that's beautiful and glowing. You only find those nuggets of wisdom when you're out of the rabbit hole. It's too dark down there. We can't, we don't get any good out of those rabbit holes. So notice when you've jumped in, remind yourself you do not belong there. Pull yourself back out. And then just like you would be soothing a child that is upset about something that is unreasonable, soothe yourself. Remind yourself that you are worthy. I'm going to say those words to you again. Because you are here is proof that you are worthy. I believe that with my full being. And I want you to also. Thank you for sharing this part of your day with me. And going on this journey with me. All of us moving forward in this way. Even though we might not be in the same room or in the same geographic area. We're helping each other. I want to help you thrive in this area. And I want you to share it with others. That's what a being a maven is all about. Learning, taking it in, sharing it with others. And you don't even have to share it with others through like verbal lessons. You can go buy yourself that $6 latte with no guilt and tip the barista. And you are sharing your wisdom. Because you deserve it. Because you're working hard. <laughs> you're on a plan. You are worthy. So let's wrap this up. 
take a deep breath with this one because this is a big topic. We could do a full weekend retreat on this topic, but I wanted to just share something quickly with you and hopefully it's ringing true with you. You are worthy. You are doing a great job. We've got this. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Melissa here and I have a gift for you. I have an ebook called How to Manage Your Money Without Budgeting and I'd like to give it to you. Head over to melissapaul.com. That's M E L I S S A P A H L.com and download your copy. It'll probably take you only 15 or 20 minutes to read the whole thing and at the end you will have a complete understanding of this whole system that I talk about in this podcast. I think you're going to find it really valuable and I'm really excited to share it with you. So head over to melissapaul.com and download your copy today. Thanks.